we're here. Oh, oh yeah. Special one. Oh yeah, we're ready tonight. The special one. The one Motherfucker. the hardest rookie man in show business. Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. Sammy. It's Samuel L. Jackson night. My God. Yeah, pick three of your favorite Sam. Are like, are you kidding? Since 1972, 152 movies, which made $27 billion, the movies alone, billion with a B, 51 TV documentary and award shows he's hosted, five major plays, two were on Broadway, 10 video games, three audiobooks, including The Voice of God, for an audio version of the Bible. Several awards just this year. He won the Honorary Academy Award. He's been nominated for Best Supporting Actor, nominated four times for a Golden Globe, Independent Spirit Award, Screen Actors Guild Award, Cannes Film Festival, NAACP, Teen Choice Awards, and many, many more. He's been uh, he's the man. He's been married to the same woman since 1980. He has a clause in his contract that says he can play golf during film shoots and has never had a sex scandal and never gotten into a fight with anyone on set or anything. Sam Jackson is the American dream. He's the baddest motherfucker in Hollywood. You got that right. Set back, relax. Welcome to the store. It's Samuel L. Jackson night. Motherfuckers! It's not a legacy I want to leave behind, but I am Chuck Nasty. How the fuck am I out of this Welcome to the store. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome once again to Video Store Clerks. We are your clerks for the evening. I'm Dave. Chapman. I'm Chuck. And welcome once again to Samuel L. Jackson Night, where we have given ourselves the ridiculous impossible task of picking three of our favorite Samuel L. Jackson movies. There's... I, 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 I like really seriously thought I'm just going to close my eyes and pick three and just do it that way. Um, just get a board, throw a dart. Yeah. Um, but then I decided just to go with my like first instincts and my favorite characters that he played. And that didn't narrow <coughs> too much neither. So I'm just going to kind of go with whatever, except for my number one. I know my number one. This was the easiest one for me. It really was. Was it? Yeah. The, the, my, one of my choices, one of my numbers was, I was like, ah, it was a choice between one or the other. And yeah, and this, this one was the easiest for me because I, I've always loved these three movies and they're the ones that I think of when it comes to him. So. Interesting. I'm really curious yeah. about what your picks are. But this man, um, the only time he only put one movie out during a year was in 2020. Um, in 1990, he put out seven, seven fucking movies in one year. He was in everything. He's put out at least three a year since he's been in uh, show business. It's a lot. Bored. Fucking robot. He's a working man. The hardest songs about him. No doubt. And he even attended MLK's funeral. Yes. Believe it or not, yeah, he went. Crazy shit. He went to college for marine biology, believe it or not, um, which led to um, like a speech class, a public speaking class. 
that led him to theater and the theater led him to a stage play, which led him to director Spike Lee. And he was cast in both school days and do the right thing. And the rest is history. And the rest is history. Do the right thing. I've seen a porno version of that called do the white thing, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding either, but yeah. We do have a porn section in the store, so. Well, hey, let's get to it. Jump in in the chat. Pick three of your favorites. Oh, boy. Um, I guess I'll start. Um, I'm going to go Let us know yours. I'm going to say Unbreakable. Unbreakable. There it is. Got, uh, got the VHS right here. A movie I feel like came out way too early. I think it, I think it came out like 10 years too early. I, if it would have came out later, I think it would have did a little better. But it's actually an amazing screenplay. Um, in my opinion, M. Night Shyamalan's best work. Um, yeah, it's one, yeah Jackson, it's one of his best. Um, played a tragic villain alongside Bruce Willis. And, and I did also find out that Sam picks his wigs for the movies he does. Oh yeah, which I thought was interesting. That is that makes cool. that makes some sense. It does, doesn't yeah. it? But here, I'm uh, gonna load up a little clip from Unbreakable, and then do, we'll do talk you want about me to, it. Do you want me to read the thing off real quick before you do that? Actually, yes, yes. Let's let's do that real quick. Okay, so here we go. <clears throat> Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson starred a mind-shattering, suspense-filled thriller that stays with you long after the end of this riveting supernatural film. After David Dunn emerges from a horrific train crash as the sole survivor, and without a single scratch on him, he meets a mysterious stranger, an unsettling stranger who believes comic book heroes walk the earth, a haunting stranger whose obsession with David will change David's life forever. Wow. Who, who writes those? I don't know, but I'm really good at reading them. That's Movie fantastic. phone. <laughs> well, let's check out our boy Sammy and Bruce Willis in this scene from Unbreakable. Fuck yeah. Do you know what the scariest thing is? To not know your place in this world. To not know why you're here. That's... It's just an awful feeling. Now that we know who you are, I know who I am. It all makes sense. In a comic, you know how you can tell who the arch villain's going to be? He's the exact opposite of the hero. Just a little clip there. G g give some uh, applause on that one. Such a good movie. It really is. Um, I like Glass too, not as much as Unbreakable, but I haven't seen Glass yet. Those are probably the only two in like Shyamalan movies I actually like. Mm -hmm. In my Shyamalan Ding Dong has only a couple that I actually care for as well. Uh, yeah. I didn't like him from a, from a long time ago when he made a uh, Sci-Fi Channel let him make a documentary about himself. Uh, yeah, he, uh, it was when he first came, I can't, uh, I guess it was with, uh, six cents and maybe this, whatever, but, um, sci-fi channel let him make a documentary about himself and it's all about how mysterious he is. And I'm like, 
it's it's so much cooler if somebody else is making it. You just sound like a prick. Um, and I, I didn't. I don't really care for most of his movies. Unbreakable, I think, is probably his. It, it's his masterpiece. You know what I mean? It's like you know John Carpenter has Halloween. You know what I mean? It's like you you Unbreakable. I think is is that for M Night. Um, Good job. You finally did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, though, is I didn't like him from until like uh, the visit and split, at which mm-hmm. ended up being you know uh, what became Glass after that. But mm-hmm. Split was actually really great too. I, a, lot, a lot of that was it, from McAvoy. Like all three mm-hmm. of those movies are like pretty much the only ones I really like. Mm-hmm. Well. My girlfriend at the time, we went and saw that in the theater. It was the only movie we ever saw in the theater out of seven years ago. Um, and at the end of it, spoiler alert, uh, at the end of it, when you see Willis um, and everything that's going on, you're like, like she didn't, couldn't figure out why I was so excited. I'm sitting there going, you have no idea what's getting ready to happen, and I still haven't seen class. But it was just like, oh, shit, okay. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, man. That's a good. That's that's, that's a damn good. Number bad, three. but it's not as good as you would think. Or I should say, hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of figured that happens. It's worth to watch though, just because of Sam. Yeah, Sam and McAvoy were really good in it. Um, but again, it came out in two thousand, um, eight years before the MCU got started. A, a year, decade before <clears throat> they really knew how to make superhero movies. And he was already doing it, so I just think it was a movie that was way ahead of its time and definitely his best screenplay, in my opinion. Yeah, sure. But let's move on. I'm really curious to see what you guys think. Uh, see, number three was a tough one for me. I uh, battled between, like, five different movies. Uh-huh. Happens. But the one I want to stick with is uh, Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> it's so fun. It really is. It's fun. Like, I don't remember this movie, like, was announced. I was so fucking excited. <laughs> it's like, you already knew, like, it was just going to be some kind of crazy, fucking silly, suspenseful type movie with just fucking snakes. Like, they're kind of creepy in their own right. <laughs> right. Apparently, I mean, it's Sam a Jackson pretty terrifying story. Right? Like, and then Sam Jackson, like, as soon as he heard the title, like, of the fucking movie, he signed on. He didn't even read the script. <laughs> right. How could you not? Well, I, I, I never saw the sequel though. Snakes on a Train. I I, I passed on that one. I, I didn't, you know, I mean, if, if Sam Jackson I mean, isn't a part of it, right? Well, they said it I, fucking got turned down like by everybody, and then finally one night, like a couple people were out just drinking or whatever, and then he kind of brought it up. And not not Sam Jackson. I forget the guy that brought it up, but then like they were just like, "Fuck it, yeah, let's do it." So you know. I, I would like to think that Sam Jackson looked at the script and there's a scene where he says motherfucking and he was just like, all right, I get to, I get to yell motherfucking in this. I'm down. <laughs> well, apparently like the line, uh, I'm tired of the motherfucking snakes in the motherfucking plane. Yeah. Infamous. Like that line apparently was written by a fan. Like there was a dude who could like, that was there for the day. Cause it was going to be PG 13 originally. And then they decided to make it R cause Sam was pissed off. And then uh, they went back. They went back to shoot some new scenes, and then uh, somebody that was, I guess, watching them film it or whatever, like screamed out that line, and they were like just very adamant about Sam saying it. And he's like, "I'd be obliged to say that." <laughs> That's fucking cool shit. I didn't know that. 
That just shows that you how cool of a motherfucker he is. Old. Like, especially, like, the very beginning whenever, like, the... I forget the dude's name that fucking played the witness. But, like, in the beginning, whenever that dude's hanging upside down and he's just like, fuck you, Eddie Kim. Like, that that fucking line yeah. kills me. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but every time I hear that part, I fucking start cracking up. <laughs> I, I need to go back and rewatch watch that movie. Uh, it, it's a fun one. It really is. Like, when I... Shay's I, in it? Yeah. It wasn't it, it wasn't the kind of film that like I was uber excited about seeing, but Sam Jackson was in it and I was like, all right, he's right. just gonna be a badass. And I, and I like snakes. And like that was like, he was like at like the very top too, so like anything with his name in it was gonna sell. Mm-hmm. Like he was yeah. he was doing big things back then. That's why he lives in a big house now. <laughs> like I, you know, I, uh you always you always can can expect something from Sam Jackson movies. He's a badass. In some way, shape, or form, he's a badass. Every fucking role he's in. Um, and in that one, like I said, the plot is pretty terrifying. You know, it's like you've had movies where zombies are on a plane. That's pretty terrifying. Snakes, like a whole shitload of like fucking poisonous snakes. Uh, as goofy as it may sound, if I remember correctly, something like that did happen at one time. It wasn't as crazy. But there was a couple of snakes, like poisonous snakes, like cobras or whatever, that were being uh, shipped from somewhere or whatever, and they got loose. And right. it caused a whole bunch of ship. This was like in maybe the fucking like early 90s, eight, late 80s, some show like that. Uh, but, yeah. No, fun film. Completely fun film. Well, I was reading about some stuff on it, and it said like in Phoenix during the, sh- the showing of the movie in the theater, somebody put some rattlesnakes in the theater because they thought it would like I don't know, amp up the fucking... <laughs> I'm sure it did. <laughs> Real fucking rattlesnakes? Yeah. I mean, that amps up a heart attack. <laughs> I, I don't think... Yes, I yes, mean, I don't, don't want to watch... No, fake ones. Fake ones are yeah. fine. Why couldn't they just throw rubber snakes out of the projector, <laughs> projection booth? Well, just put some snakes with like some like rattlers on them, you know, and have some strings. You know, you right. don't need... You don't need... if you. I mean, that's a really horrible yeah. way to go about supporting a film. Uh, let's kill the fans. Well, they actually used some real snakes in the movie and shit. And then, yeah. uh, apparently, like, his people put a clause in his contract that the snakes couldn't be any more than 25 feet from him. Like, they had to be farther, like, than 25 feet. But he oh, hell yeah, dude. In there, like, he said he didn't even put that in his contract. His agent did just because his agent's afraid of snakes. Like, he didn't give a shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, could, I could see Sam Jackson just be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck, whatever, but. I don't know. But also, again, at that time, he was big money. So right. they weren't going to let him get fucking harmed in any way, shape, or form. Because it'd be they a lot of people. walked off the movie because they were going to change the title. Because it was going to be called uh, Pacific Air 121. How do some That's... of these decisions get made? I, I just, it blows my fucking mind. People in Hollywood that don't know what the fuck they're talking it's about. It's fucking crazy. But he was pretty much just like, no, he's like, you change this, I'm done. He's like, snakes on a fucking plane, that's what it's called. Yes. He's like, it should just be called deadly ass snakes on a fucking plane. Yes. Like, snakes on a plane, perfect title. It's right, to the yeah, point, you know, you know what, you know what's it, going on. I, mean, I wish I wrote this. Like, he said, if he would have seen this movie whenever he was a kid, he like, just by the title, he would have went to go see it. Well, he said he used to watch movies back in the day whenever he was a kid like that. And he, uh-huh. he said that's how he still picks them. It's just like if they have goofy ass titles, he'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And he was right too. 
and it worked. Yeah. That movie got sold just by the title. Like, it wasn't the greatest fucking movie, you know what I mean? But this shit was fucking, it's, it's entertaining. Fun. It's a fun it movie. A lot of people give me shit for liking it, but I do enjoy that one as well. Yeah, it's good shit. Might watch it later. What you got for your trace? What do I got? Well, all right. So, when it comes down to Sam Jackson, some of my favorite roles that he's played, I feel like is a, is, is him in some way, shape, or form. If I think of Sam Jackson, I think of all these roles. So, bear that in mind when I go through my list. Um, film franchise. You already should know what I'm going to fucking talk about. Uh, I'm a big Die Hard fan. Have been since I was a kid. Um, me and my mom went and saw Die Hard with a Vengeance in theater. Uh, and fucking loved it. I already, I mean, I already loved the first one. The second one, I was always kind of weird about. It was like, eh, it's all right. This came out, and Bruce Willis was like one of my favorite actors, and he still is. But Sam Jackson really stuck out hardcore for me in this movie because it's just like I think of him like he's that motherfucker. He's like that man, motherfucker. I'm gonna kick your ass. Like shut your, you know, <clears throat> this fucking movie right here. Uh, I, it starts out fucking beautifully. I, I think we've talked about this movie before, actually, on here. I'm sure we have. Um, I'm sure it's come up. Well, you you know, it, you, you, you see that John McClane is, is uh, he's pretty much down and out. He's still fucking trying to get his wife back. <laughs> Dude, give up at some point. That's probably what you she's should do. She's a very do. stubborn woman. Very, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, John McClane's an alcoholic. Uh, he has a hangover real bad. Uh, there's a terrorist on the loose that's telling him to fucking do shit. And you also learn about Sam Jackson's character. Um, uh, shit. What's his fucking name in the goddamn movie? Zeus. Uh, yeah, Zeus. Zeus. Not like, no, no, hey, Zeus, just Zeus. In fact, um, let's look at that scene. Perfect timing, Chuck. Right, here we go. Roll. Oh, Hey, Zeus, right? John McClane, I owe you one. Damn right you owe me. You got any idea what those guys are doing to my shop right Chill now? Chill out, hey, Zeus. Chill out? What the, the fuck? Are you trying to relate to me? Talk like a white man. Okay, Zeus, I'm sorry you got involved, Why do you keep calling right? me Jesus? I look Puerto Rican to you. Got back there. <laughs> hey, Zeus. He didn't say Jesus. He said, hey, Zeus. My name is Zeus. Zeus? Yeah, Zeus. As in father of Apollo, Mount Olympus. Don't fuck with me or I'll shove a lightning bolt up your ass. Zeus! You got a problem with that? Yes. Uh, see, <laughs> Sorry that, to interrupt that, you, but that was perfect timing. No, no, that right there—that is the same Jackson we know and love. That—that right. that is what we expect, you know. I mean, and maybe and I think honestly, he kind of loves it these days. I'm sure. I'm sure there's sometimes where he gets fucking like maybe aggravated the fact that everybody just you know. But I don't know. He actually seems to have a good time with the fact that he's the motherfucker guy. Like when you think of the word motherfucker, you think of Sam Jackson. Mm -hmm. yeah. Seriously, every time you say the word fuck, there's a, a scene in your head, and that is one of them, especially. Um, but that whole first scene where, say, you know, right, right before the end where Bruce Willis is having to wear a sign that's very, very racially offensive, uh, it almost gets his ass kicked. Then Sam Jackson's character of Zeus tries to save him. He's like, dude, he's like, you're about ready to have a very bad day. Like, I, I remember watching that with my mom in the fucking theater. Um, and mom, at that point, I can't remember if this is before or after Pulp Fiction, 
But I saw both of them in theaters, and my mom was very upset she took me to see Pulp Fiction in theater, but we'll get to that. <laughs> um, um, I was like 12, 11, uh-huh. 12 years old. Yeah, like it was whatever. We'll get to it. Um, but this movie, and also the opening scene with Hot Time, Summer in the City, I love that fucking song, and I have it on my fucking playlist on Spotify because every time it fucking comes on, I immediately think of summertime, and I think of fucking bombs going off in cars. It's fucking great. Uh, Die with a Vengeance is is hilarious. It's a great buddy comedy, action comedy thing, which has been a a thing throughout our past month, whatever we've been talking about. Uh, This movie has so many great fucking people in it. It's ridiculous. Um, uh, you know, uh, fucking Jeremy Irons as as, as the, the the main bad guy, who's the yeah, brother of Hans. Oh, dude, yeah, uh, he great fucking actor. Uh, him cra- New York. Yeah, he played. Dude, he plays such a great fucking bad guy. Yeah, like uh, he just he, he's he's wonderful. Um, but yeah, if people haven't seen this, I don't know how you haven't. But uh, I fucking love this movie. This movie had to be on my list. That I was wrestling with this one and another one, but this is the one I was like, you know what? It has to be. It has to be. So it's my number three. I put my that choice. as my number two, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I'm right Fuck there yeah. with you. Um, funny story with Die Hard with a Vengeance. It's a wonder the movie even got made. It started really? as it was supposed to be John McClane and his wife on a cruise ship. That was the very first script. Like but speed too. At the same time, there was another movie called uh, "Fucking Drought, Drought Not Something," some weird title that was starring Steven Seagal. That would eventually become Under Siege. Oh, so I actually like script, Under Siege, including John McClane in the Jungle. Yes, I'm not <laughs> kidding. Die Hard in a Jungle, which would later become <laughs> Tears of the Sun. That movie sucked. I never did see it. I still haven't seen it. If you want to, if you want to take a nap, it's a good one to put on. <laughs> it's not the best war movie. Well, no, the script for Die Hard with a Vengeance started as a script that was for Brandon Lee. Of course, he passed away, and it was supposed to be a movie called Simon Says, or it was going to be a sequel to his movie Rapid Fire. Obviously, Brandon Lee passed away, and it eventually became Die Hard with a Vengeance. And Lawrence That's Fishburne was actually up for the part that Sam Jackson had. That would have been different. That oh, strangely has happened twice. Doesn't surprise me. They've always been head-to-head with shit as the baddest black guys in the world. I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I love Lawrence Fishburne. Too. I do, too. Fuck yeah. How can you not? Um, and he turned, up, he turned down this role and another role, the one for Pulp Fiction. I'll just say it. No shit. So... It's funny how things work out. Yeah, that's that, that's that's actually kind of nuts. I didn't know anybody about anything. I didn't know any about that. That's kind of nuts because yeah. that's a lot to lot the to take in there. The producer dropped out. The director dropped out. There was a couple scripts, and all this happened within like two years. It actually, I think Shane Black was going to direct it at one point, but Shane Black and Bruce Willis butted heads on the Last Boy Scout. So I think that's why he left. You know what? I just want to go ahead and say it. I love that movie. I love that movie too. Oh my it's, god! It gets so much movie. hate. It gets so much why. hate. 
I don't Last either. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Movie. I've always liked that movie. Me too. My dad told me to go see that one too because I was a huge Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans fan because at the time In Living Color had just come out. Mm-hmm. So I was a big fan of both of those guys. So touch me again, I'll kill you. <laughs> see, that was that was a buddy. That was a buddy duo. I would I would have liked to have seen more of. Right. Honestly, they worked good together. I thought. Kind of like that bulletproof movie. Yeah, Boy Scout was like a really dark buddy movie, though. It was... Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like the Lethal Weapon, fucking right. Die Hard kind of shit. Yeah. And Danielle Harris is, was in that too, actually. Yes. Yes, she was. She, she was, was Bruce uh, Willis's yeah. son, daughter. <laughs> or I mean, daughter. Yeah, son. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy! I didn't even. I, I. It's been so long since I've seen that fucking movie. Shit. Yeah, I, might, well, I might watch that one tonight. Actually, Let me I guess. hope we you, can find it. You trip slipped and your dick fell on my wife. On your finger scale, where was my wife? Is that is is that the one where he like is getting ready to shoot the closet or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Okay. First Willis, uh, another badass. Richard's number three was Jurassic Park. We were just talking about that. Small part where the image of him in front of the computer smoking the cigarette. Yes. Yes. It's true. Yeah, I, I always see it, too. Now. Hold on if to your butt. How does he look so good from, like, all the cigarettes? Oh, no. I'm a goddamn vampire. I swear I wonder to God. If he, like, I wonder if he, like, did, like, a thing, like, where... Because he, he really smokes now. I mean, he might have quit by now. He, he, he did quit. Actually... Do you know how he quit? I watched an interview with him the other night because I do that shit when we did these things. Um, he became good friends with Judge Judy. Really? And they, they, he said he yeah, loved they, that shit. that's that's why. Um, but they became friends because they were. She was friends with a friend or whatever. They became friends, and they would get together, uh, his family and her family, or whatever. And they would both go outside and smoke cigarettes together. Because nobody else fucking smoked, and. Then finally one day he's like, "I'm gonna go out and smoke." She's like, "I quit," and she had some kind of like, like basically a hypnotist in some way, shape, or form, and he quit smoking and he hasn't smoked ever since. And that's been a couple of years now. Yeah, oh, fucking shit. Judge Judy. Who knew? But right. I wonder how much that fucking person was. Like it'd be fucking nice. And he quit um, drugs and alcohol when he was young. Um, yeah, they said he was big into the, the cocaine he, and drinking. Yeah, back in the eighties, of course. I, I can see Sam Jackson. <laughs> I can see Sam Jackson being a fucking cokehead. Could you imagine? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Might, might be unbearable. <laughs> uh, I think I think that Sam Jackson on coke uh, would be more like his character in Jackie Brown. As uh, Ordell or whatever. I love that character. I do too. <laughs> it's fucking good. But I could see him being that guy. But yeah. Well, oh, anyway, oh, yeah. My number two, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, the movie's fucking great. It was hard for that one not to be on my list, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's not on your list? No. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's just. And, and you know what? And, and, and the, the, a little bit on this one. Well, that's the good. Box. We have plenty to choose from, so go so, ahead. So my number two is a nice little parody of National Lampoon's Loaded <laughs> Weapon One. Yes, 
Oh shit! Yes, yes. Dude, we, yeah, okay. All right, that's hilarious. I'm so glad you picked that. I almost forgot about that one. <sighs> fucking great movie. Like the cast in that whole fucking movie is like everybody's in that shit. It's basically a fucking parody of Lethal Weapons. Oh wait, Basic Instinct. Uh, Wilderness Girls. Die Hard. Dirty Harry. We got a little a little clip, which is actually one of my favorites because this isn't like the same year. Like a bunch of other movies came out too, like parody wise. Like Hot Shots Part Two came out, which stars Emilio's brother, Old Charlie. Old Charlie, and he's also in this scene here. Tiger blood. Psychotic mind twisting jumpsuit wearing sociopath. Forget it. I've only got forty eight hours. Wrong, Sarge. Forty seven hours. <laughs> I'm looking to find a man that killed my ex partner All I know is she was supposed to meet some stoolie at the Squealer's Hotel. What I don't need is some hotshot cowboy from... Don't try me! Not validated. What? Validated. <laughs> what I don't need is some hotshot cowboy from Narco getting in my way. You got it? Listen, pal, you're not the only one who's lost a partner. You're anything smaller? Keep it. Anything larger? Yeah. Oh, I've got to find that one. Oh my god, it's such a fucking good movie. That, I love that, it. Yeah, like I, th I think it's like the opening scene or whatever where Emilio Estevez gets out of the truck. He puts out a cigarette, then he puts out a fucking pipe, and he puts out a cigar, and then <laughs> he walks into the fucking convenience store, and he's looking at all the magazines and all the ads and shit are falling out. <laughs> I feel the pain on that shit. It's such a fucking link. I mean, the cast, like, you got Emilio, Samuel Jackson, John Lovitz, William Shatner, Kathy Ireland, Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Dennis Leary, Denise Richards. Oh, that's Tim right. Goldman, Whoopi Goldberg. Like, Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, because I remember Kathy Ireland, man. I was I had a big crush on her back in the day. And oh, I know she was yeah. in that fucking they movie. They did that basic instinct fucking little scene. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting questioned by all the cops. Does the little leg raise and they're all fucking staring down. Yeah. But it makes fun of like so many different movies. Like I know uh, Ebert gave it some shit because it was like, well, you can't really spoof a Lethal Weapon movie because they kind of spoofed their own movie. But I mean, yeah, they definitely took it a little over the top. So I mean, that shit was funny. I mean, Tim Curry's fucking selling Girl Scout cookies full of cookies. Build the discos. <laughs> like you can't, you can't go wrong. Fucking great movie. Like I, you I, don't I, stop I, laughing. Like Bruce I, Willis is in it. Oh, that's right. He is. It's John McClane. <laughs> they, oh, they, they, blow up. they blow up the wrong house, and he's like, "Yeah, no, ten fourteen's two blocks up." He's like, "Sorry." <laughs> he's like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, I, I'm so glad you. I totally forgot about that fucking movie, and it's apparently so did Richard. Yeah, no, dude. That... About the movie spoofs, you know, like because back the same year, like Robin Hood Men in Tights came out, uh, like everything. Hot else. shots and stuff. What was the other one, Fatal Instinct. I guess that was the spoof for Basic Instinct. Mm -hmm. I never saw that. All the Naked Gun movies too. I mean, they were way. Oh before. yeah. Well, just that in '93 alone, there was like six. See, you know, it, it was kind of the 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 start and the time period of where like 
the parody movies came out. People kind of forget about those, you know, right. because we have like the fucking Night of Our Teen movie and all those fucking just the dumb bullshit, scary movie and all that shit. Yeah, and that, man, God, I've got to fucking find that. I movie. mean, there's I so used many to love that parody movies too, though. Like, oh yeah, I mean, there's tons, but you can that's fuck that's up quick. that mm. one's actually funny though. That oh, one's hilarious. Uh, my dad. Oh, he he uh, he retired uh, last year, but he always worked for a news channel up here. It was a ABC affiliated uh, uh, channel, and so like every Sunday night, a movie would come on. I think I've talked about how I used to tape movies all the time, and Little Weapon One was coming on, and I thought it was Lethal Weapon. I I knew the fucking movie, and I was like, oh shit, all right, cool. And so like I watched, so I taped it. And I watched it the next night, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, this isn't this isn't Lethal Weapon. What, what the fuck is this?" And I fucking loved it, and I watched it all the time. Like I, I and my buddy John, he he uh, he didn't know how he felt about it, and then see, me and him both had a Kathy Ireland thing, mm-hmm. uh, and I that's all I had to say. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, dude, watch this fucking movie, and the movie would laugh our laugh our asses off. Watch that show. See, one of the funnier parts to me is like, uh, uh, Lance Kinsey's in it, the guy that plays Proctor from Police Academy. Yeah, like, yeah. They're at a, they're at a crime scene, and he's like <coughs> sitting there with his foot up, and Sam Jackson's like, "What do you got?" And he's like, "I don't know. I got this burning feeling in my foot." And he takes his shoe off, and he's like, "No fucking shit, your foot's on fire." <laughs> <laughs> It just has like all these little goofy fucking moments in it, which fucking is funny cool. because it's kind of like Last Action Hero, right? Like, what well, has they, the you same know, guy the... that plays the lieutenant? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Frank McRae. Oh, oh, oh man, that's such a good one. Fuck. And then William Shatner plays General Mortars. Oh yeah, he's the main <laughs> fucking bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, and fucking like you said, Dennis Leary's in it, and Dennis Leary's always fucking good. Like, I don't care. He's sitting, like, the only scene you see him in, he's fucking singing, playing the piano, yeah. doing his little, like, lounge music type shit. Yeah. Then he dies. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, one of the main guys that dies. It's the whole thing. Oh, I got to watch that movie now. It's yeah, yeah I've got to find it. It is really a good one. I've got to find it. So many actors and shit in there. Like, I mean, Corey Feldman, too. Lynn Shay's in that as well. <laughs> like, Fucking everybody's in that movie. E. Murray Corey Abraham. Feldman's, Corey Feldman's coming to uh, Kentucky. Phil Hartman. Oh yeah, I forgot he was in that too. Such a good movie. Yeah, actually, real quick. Speaking of Corey Feldman, would you all go see him live? Have you seen him? I totally would. I would totally I would. go see him live. Cause he he's coming to 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 headliners in Louisville. I'm not going, but there's so many people that are like, like, would you go to actually see a show or would you go to see the shit show? Mm-hmm. I'd just go to see what he brought I don't know. and hopefully get a chance to get a fucking picture with him afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Such it looked dick. like I've anyway. seen videos of him like live would, and it looks like a good time. Like I would definitely so, go see him to meeting. Like, right. Like we went. If he's not, if he's this, not a uh, shit mood. Right, like we went to uh, Baltimore one time. Uh, this dude named Rocco DeLuca was playing at Fletcher's. And then me and Mike went down there all because Kiefer was his manager, Kiefer Sutherland. 
okay. going to be there. So, like, if you bought his CD at the store, at the one record store, then, like, Rocco would sign his CD, and then you could bring two items for Kiefer to sign. And then you could go see the show after that, and then, like, Kiefer was just chilling at the bar drinking. I want to drink with Kiefer Sutherland. Right? Yeah. God damn it. I, I do. Damn it, Chad, you've met him. <laughs> twice. Yeah, twice. And one time you scared the shit out of him, but whatever. <laughs> Fucking come back here, David, sign this. What? He's a nice guy. <laughs> well, that's my number two. Oh yeah. Is is it my turn now? It On is. to you, nasty. All right. All right. Ooh, I it's like the nasty. Time. nasty. That's right, that's right. All right, so going back to what I was saying about like when it comes to my choices on this one specifically, um, what I think of Sam Jackson, what comes to mind? Well, you had Zeus, always comes to mind, but this one really does. Pulp Fiction, which Get out of my head. In, in case in case no one sees this, I have a huge Pulp Fiction thing right behind me. It's not a poster; it's like one of those fucking like. Canvas things, uh, given to me by Josh Ross, my guitar player and bastard son. Um, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I mean, this th this movie right here is so iconic for so many reasons. Like I said, my mom came to go see this movie, and she was so embarrassed that she took her fucking 11, 12-year-old son to go see this fucking movie. Um, but Sam Jackson's character, once again, I mean, sticks out. You know, him as Jules is, is one of his... One of his uh, most iconic roles. Mm -hmm. I mean, you that this is this is where the motherfucker thing really came in, mm -hmm. and yeah. this is where we got that, and this is where we got that. Okay, Sam Jackson's always been a badass, but we got this side of Sam Jackson, who's a real brutal badass, and we've wanted that ever since. And I, I just I, I love this fucking movie so damn much. This is the third time I've owned this movie. Well, guess like, what? That's my number one. So we're just going to keep going. Let's start with a clip. Fuck yeah. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What? What country you from? What? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and what? What? English, what? motherfucker. Do you speak it? Speak it. Just a little quickie there. We'll have another clip here in a second. Speaking of that movie, my oh, wallet's well, the one that says "bad motherfucker" on. Hell yeah! <laughs> I, I, I've got I've got a few a few of my friends that have had that wallet. I've I always wanted it. With the ID, oh, that's fucking cool. <laughs> you never showed me that. Really? Uh. -uh. <laughs> yeah. Dayfield's cheese. Winterfield, two five one seven Shepherd's Way, Inglewood, California. Um. Yeah, the wig. A funny story with the wig. It expires on six six six. So that's not that's not the funny story. <laughs> <laughs> um, Quentin sent um, one of the makeup artists to go get like an afro wig that he was supposed to wear, and they brought back the Jerry curl, and Quentin yeah. flipped the fuck out. Yeah. And Samuel L. Jackson was like, "No, no, no! This style is actually coming back because um, I guess it was Ice Cube and N.W.A. was wearing that style at the time." So they went with that. Makes sense. I mean, it fits, which is, it's so weird because I remember 
it, it, it's kind of stupid, but I remember when I was a kid and I'd seen Pulp Fiction and it was getting ready to come out on video and they came out with the promo shots for it and it was like Bruce Willis and Uma Thurman and John Travolta and Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson's hair was short. It was damn near bald. And as a kid, it bugged the shit out of me. I was like, but he has to have an afro. What the fuck? And I, right. they, they took they took the promo shots for it when he was making. Uh, I can't remember what movie it was. He was making. He was in the middle of making when he had to do it, and they couldn't find the wig or some shit. So, yeah. But I mean, that's. I mean, come on. That's he. he the 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 character that Jules is. You know, uh, hitman. Uh, got that fucking old school soul vibe. Got you know. But kind of in that time period, like a new school way, right. um, like keeping with the old school, you know, uh, the afro, the handlebars, the, like just he, he was that guy. Just always just that's who you think of. That was Nobody that was that's real him. life afro samurai who we actually. Always <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, like that's that's oh, it's such a fucking good movie. I mean, it, it really, really is. is. It's, it's confusing. It, I, I have shown this movie to a few of my friends that are a little younger that have never seen it. And uh, I've got a couple more friends that now that I'm thinking about it are probably going to uh, be watching this next time they come hang. Um, that are just totally blown away by it. They've heard about it, whatever, but they're just like, eh. And I'm just like, no, you have to watch this movie. It's not what you think it is. Just like why my mother took me to go see it when I was 11 or 12. Because we were Die Hard fans. Me and Mom loved Bruce Willis. We watched Die Hard, Moonlighting, uh, you know, all that shit. And so when Mom found out Bruce Willis had a new movie out, we went to go see it. Um, and Mom spent a lot of her time doing this to me, and I'm going. <laughs> uh, I was rushed. Mom immediately, I, I don't know how my mother knew this, but she knew something bad was, was happening in the pawn shop scene. And she was like... Uh, Go to the bathroom. I was like, I don't have to go to the bathroom. Break go to the bathroom. <laughs> and, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, well, it was around that time when they said that shit. And the bathroom was actually in the theater. So you could actually hear the movie while you're in the bathroom. And I went to the bathroom, and I, I knew when to come back out because I heard all the fucking noises and all the shit going on. I was like, I have no idea. So for years, I, I had heard it but never seen it. And when I finally got a chance a few years later to see the movie uh, uh, without being rushed to the bathroom. I was like, oh, shit. No wonder my mom was, like, praying on the way home. Like, it was bad. Like, mom mom felt really bad. She felt really bad. And the thing is, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a favorite. But it's also it, with my whole family. But the thing is about the fucking movie is that movie has some of the hardest-to-watch scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the needle in the chest. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, even just the fucking like her snorting the fucking shit, you know, and her nose start bleeding. Though that's fucking like that's almost hard to watch. You know, what I mean, like there there's some moments. There's some fucking moments in this fucking movie that just will never leave my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric so Stoltz is really dope in that movie, dude. Eric Stoltz is fucking wonderful in that fucking movie. Yeah, like, who is this? Who are people. you? I don't know you. <laughs> brain caller, brain caller. Yeah, the fucking uh, Ar- the Arquette woman, all the piercings. Yeah. Like I, I mean, like I mean the the list. I mean, okay, my my thing right here. 
John Travolta, Samuel Jackson, Uma Thurman, Harvey Cattell, Tim Roth, Amanda Plummer, Maria Doe, whatever the fuck, Ving Rames, Eric Stoltz, Rosanna Arquette, that's her, Christopher Walken, and Bruce Willis. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, apparently he wanted, uh, he wanted Michelle Pfeiffer for Uma's part. Oh, wow. What, did, did she not want to show her feet off? I don't know, but like apparently there's a big list of like, there's probably like 12 people on the list to play that part. Like Sam Jackson almost even lost it, and it was written for him. Like, cause uh, whenever Quentin was doing, whenever he was on the set for True Ram- True Romance, he said that he had a part for him that he was writing for, and that's what it was yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the guy that played Paul, the bartender. Oh yeah, yeah. Steve Buscemi. Um, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Small guy part. that played Paul. Paul, the bartender, was supposed to play Jules. Yeah, his real name is Paul Cateron. Yeah. Um, oh, Sid Haig. I love Steve Buscemi. Sid Haig was actually asked uh, to play uh, Marcellus Wallace originally. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. And he I'm passed. I'm glad away. in a way they didn't because I like uh, It would have been the same. It would have uh, been. I think Rames definitely pulled that part off, especially whenever he's like carrying the coffee and donuts across the street. Motherfucker. And then he sees, Bru- he sees Butch fucking sitting there. <laughs> Are we cool? Yeah, we cool. You're going to you're gonna, you're gonna get out of this motherfucker. <laughs> that's that, that's a pretty brutal scene. They help each like they're they're originally killing each other, and they help each other, and he's just like, so pretty, what now? Pretty far fucking away from okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Dad's dead, baby. Well, but, I remember when he was leaving the shop, I was rooting for him. I was like, go back, you got to go back, go save him. That he slams the door, is walking around looking for all the weapons. If he would have kept going. Pliers and a blowtorch. Yep. Pair of pliers and a blowtorch. I remember um, everybody was saying, "Yeah, everybody was saying that when the movie was coming out." That was like yeah. a new thing. Yeah. God, I miss like, movies like this. Right? I know. I know. It's, 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 it's just so fucking good, man. Uh, I and, and going. Point. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, I, and 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 going back to the the man of, uh, of the hour. Uh, Sam Jackson. Every scene that, like always, he steals. Um, which he does. And well, him and John Travolta worked really well together. Oh yeah, this was, yeah. This was John Travolta's. This was John Travolta's comeback movie. Mm-hmm. Remember, you know, he hadn't really been in, in film in a while. Yeah, he fell and off. he did, and he came back in this shit, and fucking boom, boom, boom. He's one of the biggest fucking stars in Hollywood. Uh, no right. matter how fucking weird he might fucking be, but he really is. And this movie uh, catapulted him. And it's also kind of crazy because John Travolta is good about stealing scenes as well. And so when you have Sam Jackson, who, dude, it doesn't matter what movie it is. If he's on the screen, you're watching it. Mm-hmm. And having Sam Jackson and John Travolta both on screen together, kind of doing like the whole magnet thing. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. who's, you know, it was it was great. It, it was it was fucking perfect. I mean, they were a great team, a great duo. Um, the apartment scene, the scene about you know uh, uh, Burger King and all that shit. Uh, you know, classic scenes. Which I watched a I watched an interview the other day with uh, with, with Sam Jackson, uh, a couple of them, like I was saying earlier. And uh, he was that th- he was asked if people ever like you know what what what's something that people yell at him a lot. Or, or, or say when they come up to whatever. And 
he said he said people come up to me a lot and ask uh you know you know they call a quarter pounder you know with cheese and da 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 whatever all that shit and he and he said usually I'm like no what and then they just kind of just walk off he's like man I'm just seeing if they know the movie that well yeah you know and he he even said he said there was a guy one time that came up to him. And they did the whole goddamn scene back and forth on this. Oh, like, I was. Oh, that's what I was dude. thinking. I was like, "Keep it going. We'll do the whole that'd, movie that'd together." Be, that'd be funny. Yeah, you know, and apparently he really appreciates that shit. I mean, like that's you know that's, that's that's a big thing for an actor. Like if you know the fucking scene, you know, uh, uh, that, that's gonna have some fucking uh, respect there. And he was talking about that in the interview, and I was like, "Man, you know, the dumb motherfucker that just walked away when he was doing good wow. is probably watching the interview, going, damn. Fuck my life. You know, like I know fuck, like John Travolta but... wasn't supposed to be in it either. It was supposed to be Michael Madsen. Yeah, Vincent Vega was supposed to be Mr. Blonde's twin brother. Yep. It, it, it again. It, it was a totally different Vega. It'd be a totally different movie. I mean, yeah, because because we, we know how how Madsen is. How's Michael Madsen usually? Cool. Yeah. See. Uh, so. Like he has like a Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, cool, chill guy kind of like vibe. Well, John Travolta's like, hey man, like, uh, uh, I got a note. Like, you know, like he's he's got a little bit more uh, pep in his step with shit. Yeah, yeah. There's a little up your nose with a rubber hose. Yeah, like you know, I was a Nick and Night kid. Rolling lawnmower. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not that old. It was Nick at Night. Okay, it was Welcome Back, Carter. Nick at Night. All right. I still love that show. I still watch it. Right. Oh, can we watch another scene with our boy? Sure. Fuck yeah, we can. Why not? Ezekiel 25, 17. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon Ah, God, what a good That's good stuff. See what I'm saying, though? You can't take your eyes off of him. He, just, he has great. that feel, man. He just got that presence. And it's like he doesn't even try. He just has it. He's just one of those people that has it. I don't he know what the hell it is, it. but he he has it. Well, I, you know, when, when I say, uh, you know, my picks go from what I think, there's a little bit of Sam Jackson, actually, how he is in real life and stuff. Well, have you ever seen the interview where uh, an interviewer got him confused with Lawrence Fishburne? <laughs> no. It was uh, Hannity and Combs, or no, it oh Jesus! It was uh, it was one of the, it was one of those type of guys. Yeah. And he was tell he was like, oh yeah, we, you know we see you in so and so commercials, whatever. And he's like, what? I wasn't in those commercials. He's like, you thinking about Lawrence Fishburne, motherfucker? And like, he gets pissed off. And like, I'm like, that's Jules. That's that's Jules in that. Yeah, you know, like that's the real part of him coming. Out. 
Right. Like it, cause he, he, it, 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 it called himself a journalist <laughs> and went out there and interviewed him and mistook him for somebody else. And the guy that the thing, it's not just any journalist. It's one of these fucking, ah, oh, fuck CNN guys or whatever the fuck it is. Some I idiot I, that probably makes 50 mil a year. Yeah. I, I give up. I mean, you know, honestly, where, where's the fucking movie where Sam Jackson and Lawrence Fishburne fucking like go go head to head. Why hasn't that happened yet? Uh, you know, they're, you know, okay. Lawrence Fishburne's gained some weight in his older age, whatever. But he's still a badass. I could I could see them fucking like going head to head with some shit. That'd be interesting. See, why aren't we in charge? Damn it! We come up with these ideas every week. Yeah, well, I always liked him as the bad guy in uh, Ride Along. Ice Cube and Kevin Hart. Oh God! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I see. Lawrence Fishburne's another one of those. That, like he, he, he's got a plethora of fucking movies as well that are fucking killer. You know. Plus, he was the cowboy in Pee Wee Herman. Oh yeah. God, Curtis. Oh, cowboy right? Curtis. Was that it? Or it's Curtis. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Which why, uh, Rob Zombie worked on Pee Wee's Playhouse. You didn't know that? I did not know like, that. Fucking crazy. Yeah. That was where he, Yeah. And at the same time he was doing that, he was also making fucking porn. <laughs> it's for when he had that, that more you know NBC. <laughs> yeah, we might get sued for that. <laughs> and Frenchman. God damn. Amazing. Anyway. Well, my, my number one, that was the only easy one. Like, I knew my number one was going to be Pulp Fiction. The others, I sh- like, I almost picked Jackie Brown, Django. Oh, Jesus, God. Oh, I dude. I, I, 152 movies. He's got a fucking plethora. Hey, you know what? Like, we'll, we'll get back to that in a minute. Let's go. Let's get through our list, because we, we, if, if we can, we'll, we can probably come into a few other movies to discuss. Um uh, on that. I agree. Yeah. So. Sounds good. Well, so moving you. along to my number one. A long no, kiss. No, good night. No. Oh. Yes. Oh, guess what I have. Like that movie was fucking great. Like I picked that because whenever I, me and my cousin were kids and shit, uh, usually whenever we got together, we'd always watch that movie and Army of Darkness. Like almost like religiously. Like that was our thing. So, like, that movie always fucking stuck out with me with Samuel Jackson and fucking Gina Davis, Brian Cox, fucking, like, you can't beat it. Like, it's it's just a fucking fun action movie. Like, they, I know they wanted to get rid of the, the role of Gina Davis and make it a dude. Yeah. They really? started, yeah. Huh. There was a lot of shit about that. I always had a thing. Actually, uh, yeah, it's just a fucking fun movie. Like, Gina Davis has amnesia. She used to be a hit. A hit man or hit woman, I should say, fucking assassin, and then some shit happens. She gets amnesia in the middle of a fucking one of her assignments, wakes up, starts a whole new life, and then she slowly gets it back. And Sam Jackson helps her out. Yeah, I I, I haven't seen that movie in fucking years. Um, Love that I remember movie. being a fun one. I remember being a fun one. It's I, great. Watched, I, I watched the trailer the other day for it, and I was like, damn. I I I need, I need to go back and watch this movie. I, I'm a sucker for that kind of shit, though. Anyway, though, 
Like this movie, wake up, me, I'm a hitman. It's just like I don't know. Every time I watch it, it just I, I notice something else that I missed at some point. Right. Just, I find it, like even like the dumber things funnier and funnier. Like whenever she was on the fucking wheel, me and Dave were watching some of it earlier. She's on the fucking water wheel and getting tortured, and me and him were just cracking up just because of the way she was acting. Oh, I, I remember well when she did that movie, and I remember thinking it was really weird that her hair was like mm-hmm. cut short and blonde. Yeah. Speaking of the scene we have is whenever she first dyes her hair back to blonde. Because in the beginning, she's a mom of an eight-year-old, and then her hair is really long, and she's just pretty much playing housewife until she starts getting her memory back. Here. Look at this. Oh! Ah, that hurt. I know. That's why I distracted you first. Same principle as deflowering virgins. What? 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 I read it in this Harold Robbins book. Guy bites around the ear, distracts from the pain. Ever try that? No, no, I sock him in the jaw and your pop goes the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, that's another one I need to go back and rewatch, man. Fuck. Yeah, I love yeah, that fucking fun movie. movie man. Such a good movie. Like all the little fucking scenes with them in it are great, and it even has like that bit of comedy. Like it has that that comedy element with him. Fucking always is like, especially whenever he like finds out she really is an assassin. Like he don't buy that shit. He's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what would you do in his position? This crazy, this crazy fucking woman. You think you're just helping some like random amnesia chick like get her he- life back, but then she turns out to be a fucking assassin. I'd love to just throw out something with that about that scene. Um. I'm a pussy when it comes down to like ripping off fucking like bandages and stuff. I've had many girlfriends who have made notice of this. All they had to do was just show me their boobs and I wouldn't have cared. Right? See, so ladies, future ex girlfriends out there, if I ever need a bandage ripped off, just show me your titties. <laughs> ha! The more you know. Do, do, do. To this day, I think Samuel Jackson said playing the role of Mitch Hennessy is his favorite role he ever played, which was his character from Long Kiss Goodnight. In one, in one of the interviews I watched the other night, he uh, I can't remember if he named that one, but he was asked what his favorite roles were, and he said uh, Jules um, or Dale or whatever from Jackie Brown. Um, nah, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Whatever. <laughs> Almost I, 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 I thought game. I had a point, and then I was like, no, nah, you don't. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Shut I really the like fuck up. But Shane, Shane Black did this one, too. He did a okay. lot of movies back in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened with The Predator. But he actually did The Last Boy Scout, too. It's like he actually shit. used a line from that movie. And uh, Brian Cox shows up, and they're, like, all driving around. And then, uh, what the fuck? That was Sam, a good Sam Jackson says something. And then uh, Brian Cox is like, good. Tomorrow we go to the zoo. Yeah, he's like, we just jumped out a window. <laughs> it's like, good, good. Tomorrow we'll go to the zoo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I just, there's some parts I'm like, is this supposed to be funny? Because I'm fu- I don't know if I'm supposed to be laughing at this or not, but I'm fucking dying. There's one scene where like Sam Jackson's about to get tortured, 
And then uh, Gina Davis ends up blowing up the basement of this building. Pulls <laughs> him out the fucking window. <laughs> and he gets shot out the fucking window <laughs> through like the sign of a hotel and then lands and he's like, fuck. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna yeah, be up all night watching movies. I was gonna, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, man, I've got some movies to watch. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna probably watch that after we get off here. Actually, it's thinking about it, movie. Hell yeah, it's such a fun. If you, if you, nobody's seen it, like you gotta watch that shit. It's too fucking good. Oh yeah, dude. Like, there was supposed to be a sequel, apparently called a uh, Kiss After Lightning, but it just never, never got the green light. Hmm. Kiss after lightning. Yeah, that's a horrible title. It really, it really is. is. No, I'm sure it would have got changed. <laughs> Hopefully, snakes on a train. What would be your number one? My number one, which sadly I do not have, I do not have um, a copy of this anymore. I had a DVD version of it back a long time ago when a girl I was dating fucking borrowed it. Haven't seen it since. Uh, and I thought I had Lost a VHS a that way. Yeah, um, that happens. They steal, they steal all the sleep shirts. Yeah, and they do. And hoodies. Uh, eh, I've always been taking with my hoodies. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, okay, you can take that. But he get it now. Um, my numero uno. When it comes down to Sam Jackson movies, uh, I'm a sucker, sucker for movies that involve musicians for obvious fucking reasons. Just like like the movie Whiplash. Love that movie. If you've never seen it and you're a drummer, watch that fucking movie. I love that movie. Um, Black Snake Moan. Um, Sam Jackson plays <clears throat> he plays a, uh, uh, a man going through a, a, a sheet of divorce. His wife is with his brother. Um, so he, he has two ties he has to cut. Uh, he's kind of going through it. He's got a little bit of an alcohol problem, whatever, but he's also, everybody loves the fact that he's, he, he's an old blues player. Uh, everybody just wants him to come back and in some way, shape, or other. Um, Christina Ricci plays a girl that has a really bad case of uh, nymphomania. She, uh, which means she gets sick if she doesn't have the dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose. Um, and she gets her ass beat by a piece of shit. And Samuel Jackson's character, um, Lazarus, Laz, uh, finds her and pretty much gets her back to health. And him being somewhat of a spiritual religious man of some sort. Uh, he feels like it's his duty to help her overcome her demons of sex. And it's fucking crazy. He ends up chaining her up. And th this movie gets a lot of back and forth um, <sighs> criticism. Because some people get pissed off thinking that it's very uh, mis misogynistic, sexist, whatever. Um I, I see what his character. I, I see his mindset. He's like, this. So this person's in need. I'm gonna help them. She's used to everybody fucking her over, literally. Um, and she's like, oh, you can do whatever. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna help you. And he chains her up. 
<laughs> but she's got plenty of room to run out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's have uh, a white woman change yeah. the radiator. <laughs> yeah. Um, he he ends up playing guitar for her, uh, with some amazing scenes of him playing. Um, he's a guy that's on the edge. He's the woman he loves has fucked him over so many times. We could all relate to this character. I don't know about chaining a chick up in my goddamn house, but it seems like there'd be some ramifications. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but we can all relate to this character in some way, shape, or form. Um, and dude, the the the, the moments like uh, Sam Jackson actually learned how to play guitar for this movie. Um, his voice he sings in it uh, is perfect for the genre of blues that that this movie is, and, and I just I love I love the whole story. Uh, Justin Timberlake's in it. Um, uh, he he plays um, a guy that actually Christina Ricci Ray um, that's that's her boyfriend, her fiance, whatever the fuck. He goes off to the army or. National Guard or whatever it was. And she just can't keep her shit in fucking order. She wants to get fucked up. She wants to get fucked. All this shit. Just Triple X. Like, she loves me so much. She would never cheat on me. Um, and you're like, oh. Oh, oh wow. Uh and, the character of Ray reminds me of a couple of ex-girlfriends I've had. Anyway, um, no itching though. I'm good. Uh, but it's just it's 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 just a good movie. I, the, one of my favorite scenes uh, in the film is when Sam Jackson decides, you know what, I'm gonna go back and play the blues, and this whole fucking place yeah. is packed out, and playing one of the coolest fucking songs. It's fucking, it's swampy fucking blues. This movie is full of it. I fucking love this shit. Uh, I can watch this movie literally all the time and be okay with it. It's got, it's, it, it's got uh, uh, the idea of what's right. You know what I mean? Like, what's morally right? Like, you want to help somebody, even though that's probably a fucked up way of doing it. It has the music aspect of it. The blues, man. The fucking blues. And just the all-around story of two people in fucking shitty times coming together. Uh, and honestly, music is what brings it together in a lot of ways. So, yeah. Uh, my number one is Black Snake Moan. 100 fucking percent. Which, they uh, there was a whole issue with the, the poster that came out with that. Christina Ricci was very mad because she said it looked very... Uh, it looked very sexist. Um, but it also, if you actually think about it, it actually has a very uh, almost old school exploitation film vibe to it when it comes down to it. That's uh, why I think the poster looked the way it did. But, you know, it's, it's a good fucking fun. movie. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. Girl with the Chain. There's usually like six or seven more guys on, on top of that movie. Yeah, put the lotion um, on the skin. But yeah, Black Snake Moan. Love that fucking movie. Do you have a clip of that shit there, Dave? We do. We do. Excellent. 
I can't wait on each other. I reached down in my pocket and pulled out my shiny party phone. Shot that motherfucker twice! He hit the goddamn flow. About that time, you could have heard the drop of a pin. That's when that bad motherfucker Billy Lyons walked in. Oh, I wish we could have the whole thing. I wish we could too, because that, that that whole fucking scene is fucking great. We can't because of YouTube, right? Uh yeah, we got in some trouble last week. <laughs> I think we had some clips that were like around two minutes. Man, and, uh, even though the whole video uploaded to YouTube, fine, but people that were joining us on the live stream said it cut off. So, I don't... yeah, was well, I, I gotta say, I. I that scene in particular. There's so many great musical scenes in that movie. Uh, you know, what, I, a couple of my favorites, the one that you showed, um, where he's like, you know, who are all these fucking people? Like, they're like, man, they're, I call a few people, they're here to see you. He goes up on stage and fucking kills him. Um, it's such an amazing scene. It really is. And, one of the, the the scenes in that fucking movie that has a very hardcore impact is when uh, the character of Ray, Christina Ricci's character, says, Laz, you do something for me. And he's like anything. And it's, it's like they had a big dinner with, like, you know, the, his preacher friend and all this stuff. And the, the, the fucking poor kid, she fucking jumped. And he walked to the fucking door because... She's a sex addict. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, and they have this great dinner or whatever. They're, they're drinking some whiskey, or not whiskey, they're drinking moonshot. And she's like, well, am I, am I your drinking buddy now? And he's like, he's like, you know, we're in a cheers to, to freedom. And she's like, oh, yeah? And he's like, yeah. And he unclicks her, and he goes, you know what? You're going to do whatever you got to do. And she goes, you think. And she and he pulls out his fucking red fucking f hole fucking Gibson guitar. Fucking crazy ass storms going on, and he starts playing the black the black state moan song, and he just like it, it's just there's something, and she starts seeing images of horrible things, and and he's just all in his shit. There's something about that fucking scene that like I last night I was I was trying to I was trying to get. To go to sleep because I've seen this movie a thousand times, and I was like, I'm gonna put this movie on, whatever. And I end up watching the whole fucking thing because I'm over here trying to lay down. Now I keep looking over, and like you know, I hear a certain riff, and I'm just like, oh fuck! All right, I gotta see it. Um, I love this movie. It's my number one because I do believe that if Sam Jackson was a, uh, I, I I believed him. I believed him 100. I believed that he was. Uh, an old dude going through some fucking shit. His old, his old lady, uh, blues player, believed it. The music is, it, it, it's a great soundtrack. It's cool as fuck. Black Satan Moan, number one, had to be. I almost went back and rewatched that again, too. Because mm-hmm. I remember it being a good movie. Richard said his number two was Die Hard with a Vengeance. And Hateful Eight was number one. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, Hateful Eight is one that I've never seen. It's good. 
It's a good movie. I, 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 I we, we talked about this before we got on here, and Dave, you never seen it either, right? No. No. Okay. My reason for not seeing it was the fact that, like, just I kind of got burned out on Quentin Tarantino for a minute. Oh, I. He he's kind of one of these that like I started out really loving, and then I didn't really care there for a little while, and around that time period, Hateful Eight came out. I heard some things about it, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't really give a shit." I really want to watch. I remember it uh, being just a weird time too, because he just did Django, pretty much. Quentin did, and then he yeah. followed up with that movie. But then at the same time, what was that other movie that came out, like The Lucky Seven or some shit, like uh, some other like the, uh, the Adam Sandler shit? No, um, Lucky Numbers. What? No, fuck. What the hell was that other movie called that he did? No, nothing like Quentin did. I thought I had Sandler did a movie that, that was came out around that time. I think it had Ethan Hawke in it, or fuck, I forget. But it was just a weird time because I think they were just pushing out so much stuff that was like older from like, yeah, like the cowboy slash slave era days. Like, so like a lot of stuff was coming out around them. Yeah. It's, it's 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 definitely one that needs to be. I, I the Westerns are making a comeback. Yeah, and the cast is fucking great. Like, God damn it, I need to fucking watch this damn movie. Before sunset? No, I think it was something seven. Wasn't there an Adam Sandler movie that was very similar to that title? Oh, I know what one you're talking about. Yeah, I, was it? They ended up fucking like destroying a guitar that was like uh, irreplaceable. Because and they were fucking stupid about it. They rented a fucking guitar out or whatever, fucking smashed it and didn't realize it was the actual classic guitar played by this person, whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, yeah it was a whole fucking thing. Whatever. But hatefully it was dope. I like that movie a lot. I mean Kurt Russell's little scene in it and then fucking Channing Tatum. Yeah, it pretty much has everybody that's in all the other fucking movies. Like Quentin well, definitely used the same people. Yeah, the Magnificent Seven. That's what it was. That's what I was thinking of. Is no, that the Adam? The, no, that's not the Adam Sandler one. That's something six or something. I'm so ridiculous. Six. Confused. That was the Adam uh, Sandler. Uh, okay. Wow. This, was that just a parody of? Was it just a parody of, of I, this? I think so. Didn't it come on Netflix or something? Yeah, it was one yeah. of his like ten movie deals that he signed up oh, for, or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I never watched it. I never it watched it either. I never saw it either. Uh, great fucking movie. Django Unchained. Uh, that is probably one of my favorite Quentin Tarantino movies. Like it's, it's probably my in my top four. I was uh, telling Dave that today. It's so good. It's so good. And, and it also it shows a, a, an interesting side of, of Sam Jackson. Because, you know, Sam Jackson's usually like, man, I ain't got no motherfucking boss. You know, I'll do whatever the fuck I want to do, blah, blah, blah. And this one, he is very loyal to uh, uh, the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And he's a very evil, very sinister character uh, in, the, in the film as well. But it's so good. Like, I, I always look that part where he's dressed in that blue outfit and she's like, are you really a free man? He's like, yeah. She's like, so you mean you chose to wear that outfit? <laughs> <laughs> He's dressed like a blueberry. Um, 
We also can't can't forget about fourteen oh eight. Um, one of my favorite Stephen King adaptations. Um, they couldn't have picked a better person to be in this fucking movie in that role. He's because he has all the same qualities that he always does in all his fucking films. But like I said earlier, before we even go on on, on the podcast, um, his banter with, with John Cusack's character uh, at the beginning of the fucking movie uh, is just great. Uh, oh, it's fucking amazing. Oh, dude, yeah, I've watched that movie so many fucking times. I can't count on my fingers. I used to have it on DVD, but I think I sold it whenever I was upgrading everything to Blu-ray. <laughs> Shit, really? Yeah. Nah. I stuck to my DVDs. That's my DVDs. And we can't forget about the influence Sam Jackson had on the Star Wars universe, which I actually forgot about while we were doing this. I, I'm, I was like, Chad, I'm fucking up. I completely forgot he was in Star Wars. Um, what I started care. as like a background character turned into yeah. this whole thing, and like um, he somehow talked George Lucas into giving him a purple lightsaber, which also influenced the whole universe. There were books with Mace Windu, and um, they're talking about him coming back, which I think would be stupid, unless he did something in the prequel era. But they're saying like he survived. I was like, don't do that, please yeah, don't do that. I can that see it. maybe he came back on one of the shows or something, but. Like as a ghost, but not like he survived right. that fall. That would be dumb. Don't do that. Uh, uh, hold on real real quick here. Richard says Hateful Eight was when the guitar got destroyed. Okay. Is that right? Because I thought it, I thought that it was in the Adam Sandler film, and they got into some shit. I could be wrong, so it could fact be check both. that shit. And I, I, well, no, there was a guitar that was not supposed to be used in the movie, and they fucking like destroyed it and it caused a lot of shit. I can't remember. I now I'm now I'm questioning myself. So it was either it was either Hateful Eight or it was in the Amazon. But yeah. Was it both? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know the fact check on that one. Yeah, I don't know how it could be both, but um, it's weird how three westerns with similar titles came out around the same time. All with numbers in them. Yeah, that's weird. I'm surprised there wasn't a Hateful Eight Sharknado. Ooh. We're all trapped in a cabin. Here's a shark. <laughs> it's being. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Why is all these sharks going in a circle? Oh, fuck. Yeah, that would be horrible. But the, the sci-fi would make it. But, you know. 100%. Yeah, of course. They pay us to do it. We should make clown sharks. I wonder if that's already been made. Clown sharks. All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. <laughs> Really? That was the line? <laughs> no. That was too far. There's never been a line on this show that's made me want to fucking get off the air. The only thing that's ever made me want to get off the air was maybe uh, hearing our, our old co-host, Andrew, eat. That was probably the only That feels like forever ago. It does. It really does. <laughs> Crazy how that works out. <laughs> well, there you have it. Any final yeah. thoughts on Mr. Jackson before we go? I mean, we could go on all night. Jesus. Yeah. I know one I'm movie sorry, that Mr. almost Jackson. came on my list that didn't was uh, The Great White Hype. <laughs> uh, you know, 
The Great White Hype. I don't. I'm, I don't remember that one that much. It was boxing. It was uh, Damon Wayans versus uh, that guy okay. Peter Birch. Played the Irishman. Yeah, he wasn't even Irish. They were just trying to promote a fight. It was kind of like a like a, I guess a parody of like a Don King and Mike Tyson type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Goldblum's in it, and John Lovitz, and Corbin Bernstein, and <laughs> Corbin Bernstein. Yeah, it's a fucking it's, the dentist. It's a fucking funny movie. I always think of him as fucking uh, Roger Dorn from Major League. I love that. Uh, one eight seven. Oh, that's a good one too. I, I I watched it the other day. It's on YouTube. Um, I watched it the other day, and I forgot how good of a movie that was. Uh, it was overshadowed by I don't know if it's I guess it was the same time period, like Dangerous Minds. See, I, I was even thinking uh, Unthinkable. You seen that movie? Mm-hmm. Came out in like okay. I think two thousand twelve. Where he plays a, uh, he works kind of for the government, and he gets paid to torture people. I feel like I need to see this movie. He, uh, they end up finding a, a guy, like a, a terrorist guy that, I guess, plants bombs throughout the city in a few different locations. So he's trying to get the information, so he's there to extract the information at no matter what cost. Okay. Okay. And that's what he gets paid to do. Like he has a family and everything, kids, wife, the whole shebang. Fucking ends up going into this little workshop, goes into this little booth where the guy's being held and starts fucking electrocuting him and cutting him and pulling his fingernails out and all the good stuff. It's a fucking oh, great movie. It's fucking The Unthinkable? Up. Unthinkable. Huh. I'll look that shit up. Yeah, it's dope. Hell yeah. I mean, <laughs> My God, the guy's resume is just insane. I'm here looking at it. Let me saw two insane like in the membrane. Yeah, the Kingsman. The Kingsman, like his his villain in that movie was fucking great. And apparently, he even actually has like a stutter sometimes. Like I guess he had a speech impediment, and he would stutter when he was younger. What? The guy's fucking superhuman. They said, like, to this day, like, you'll still stutter every now and then, like, once in a great while. Ever oh, wow. deep blue sea? They <laughs> ate me. A yeah. fucking shark ate me. Yeah, I remember watching that, and he died, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I couldn't believe it, right? Okay. The shark came out of nowhere, because he had that yeah. thing where he was dying in a lot of movies there for a while. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, it came out of nowhere and just fucking got him. John Travolta went on that kick. There for a while, Travolta died in everything. Like it didn't matter. They still got the, They got still paid the same. No, no doubt. I mean, I'd rather die in a movie. Fuck it. Just make it cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Triple so X movies. Of course, never... all all the Marvel movies. Uh, Nick Fury's not a bad little role to have. I never saw that one. Um, I've never seen Coach Carter, but I heard he was really good in it. It's a, not a bad movie. Basic SWAT. Swat. Shaft. Oh, I forgot about the Shaft movies. I love them. Yeah, Shaft. Uh, there was two? Shaft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had uh, one that came out like two or three years ago yeah, where he had a son. Yeah, it was oh. All, I remember all the that. Shafts I mean, were in it. Yeah, it was Shaft, too. Oh. I remember, I remember like when it was Shaft and like you had fucking Christian Bale being a shitty racist. 
Which is it just me or is Christian Bell just have like one of those faces you just like kick? Like he, he just has like one of those like I'm a fucking like I'm better than you faces. Like Andrew like, uh, Patrick. I Bateman. always forget he's British until he starts talking in an interview. Then I'm like, oh yeah. Nah, you're a British douche. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about him and the other guys too, with the oh, rock. Oh yeah, that was actually a really good part. He got killed in that too. Really early. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> they they probably were like, hey, we're gonna give you a lot of money. You only have to do like two scenes. And he's Ooh. like, all right. Boom. Fucking wrecks his car into a fucking trolley train. <laughs> oh, the RoboCop remake. Yeah. He's oh, in that? Skull Island. I forgot yeah, about that. He was uh, the news reporter in RoboCop, the remake. Yeah, I've never seen the remake, so I didn't you know. It was okay. Wasn't terrible, but. He's been in a lot of shit. Oh, he was in that new Saw. I never did. Oh, another one that almost made my uh, list. Yeah. It's Chris Rock's dad, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the hit the Hitman's Bodyguard was almost my number three. That's a really good movie. Uh-huh. I watched it the other day, actually. Yeah, that, that one's yeah, all right. Life's Bodyguard. Like, that shit wasn't bad. I think I just yeah, couldn't just find it anywhere to watch it again. I think is the only reason. He has all them fucking like crows and shit tattooed all over uh-huh. him. What movie did you mention before we, we were talking about the Hitman's Bodyguard? What did I say? He was in that new Saul movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Spiral. What a piece of shit that movie was. That's what I heard. Oh, my God. You know what? Honestly, I hate to say it, uh, but Sam Jackson isn't good in that that movie. I'm sorry, but his acting is not good in that movie. Like, how did they set that that up so bad? The dialogue sucks. The plot sucks. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. It's dumb. Like they, they thought they put a couple of cool death scenes to be all right. No, it movie sucks. It's and, a bad movie. And, Why? Why are they? I, I, I hate to say it, but one? Jackson doesn't save it, and, and he doesn't. You can't, you can't forget Sam Jackson and the fucking coming to America when he's robbing the McDonald's. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Rob, robbing the McDonald's. Yep, one of his um, greatest and roles. Eddie Murphy Raw. He was in there for a second. Yeah. 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 He's <laughs> like, yeah. I got that on Tell the end, boy. <laughs> It's just insane. Like, even if he is a robot or a vampire or a fucking alien, there's still like that, only 24 uh, hours in a day. It's like Chuck right. said, too, though, with, like, uh, Black Snake Moan. Like, even in, like, Soul Men, you know, with him and Bernie Mac. Yeah. I believe that they were soul singers from back mm-hmm. in the 70s. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, 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 great. you know, I've said it, like, when it comes to Black Snake Moan, I have said it so many times. Uh because, you know, like I said, he plays guitar, he sings in it, whatever. If Sam Jackson was to put out a blues album like that, that. I would fucking totally buy that. He yeah, has yeah. he has the voice for it, uh, and, and I feel like he can tap into some shit. Sam Jackson, man, the goddamn, the fucking goat. God He's damn it. Him and his Kangles. I love me some Kangles, too, though. What are, what? I almost wore my Kangle today, but I didn't. What the fuck is a Kangle? His hat. Oh. Oh, yeah, I was saying the Kangles. Whatever, anyway. Not Kangles. Kegels. Kegels? <laughs> Kegels? The fuck? Why is he doing that on his head? What? Kangle hat. The ones with the kangaroo little imprints on them? Yeah, yeah, I get it now. 
Uh, it threw me off. One of, his, one of my favorite like movies though, like he did was probably really is like Jackie Brown too. Like mm-hmm. I was it's so good. My number mm-hmm. three. I love that fucking movie. That was MS. I know. Yeah, that character Ordell is fucking great. Uh, it's one of those most sinister characters. Well, like I love it when it when, 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 stuck her in the trunk. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Hey, motherfucker. <laughs> Like and he goes to get like oh and by the way for the record Pam Greer is a hot oh hot God, woman oh my God I was watching that the other day and I was just like ah where's the sock anyway I won't make the joke again I fucked up anyway um but shut up shut yeah, up you did that one to yourself I don't know why shut up shut up, shut up. it's it's still the point Pam Greer uh beautiful woman beautiful fucking woman and that movie oh my God. But and that was a comeback for her too. I don't think she yep. did anything for a long time right. before yeah. she did Jackie Brown. For some reason, I don't know if that was by choice or I don't know. Uh, that, yeah, that, that I think Jackie Quentin Brown. Quentin was a big fan of Coffee, that mm-hmm. movie she did back in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Jackie Brown, in my opinion, is a very underrated film. It doesn't ever get mentioned. I, people don't. They're high in my on my Quentin list. Uh, me too. Me too. I think it, it, it's a good heist film. It's a good, like, all right, here's the fucking heist. Here's here's this, here's that. And it's like, you, you're you always guessing, and I, I, I love that shit. That's, that's one of the reasons. Like I, Eaton's character in that shit. Oh, yeah. His fucking character, like, you bought that he was a fucking just a piece of shit, like, snarky little ATF agent. Like, mm-hmm. he just didn't care what. He just wanted his guy. Yeah. Oh, totally. He totally. played that shit to the T. Yeah. Jackie Brown, I don't know if it was bad timing, if like people were just getting sick of hearing Quentin Tarantino, if he was rubbing people the wrong way. I don't know. I don't know what happened with Jackie Brown, why it didn't. I don't it, either. I, I think that it came out. Oh it's, a, oh, it's a good soundtrack. Uh, I think that Jackie Brown came out, kind of like we mentioned with some other movies earlier, it came out a little too early. Right. I think that we were, we were in the, the past 10, 15 years, um, we've been going through a complete vintage phase where mm-hmm. stuff from the 70s and 80s are getting more popular or whatever. I think if Jackie Brown was to come out now, I think it'd be 10 times more respected. And mm-hmm. I, I, think I, it's a, I think it's a great movie. And that was the one that I was I was actually wrestling with, having on my, my top three. It's, it's definitely in my top four. Definitely. It's funny, like, even on our YouTube channel, what pops up on our feed a lot are young people reacting to movies that came out cool. during that time in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. You know why? Because shit was better back then. It really That's was. Why. There was not as much, nor if at all, any CG type shit. Yeah. Movies didn't need to have some kind of goddamn political, yes, religious, exactly. fucking woke bullshit. Yeah. We just kind of. We could just have fucking movies and story plots that were fun. And they were, that just were good. Entertaining. entertaining. Like, it didn't have it didn't have to have morality. Didn't we didn't give a fuck. Double to some bullshit. Yeah. It's it, it, it goes it goes back to the Dirty Harry fucking movies, you know? Everybody wanted to get fucking pissed off because Dirty Harry was a cop that killed people. And nobody seemed to really care. But you know right. what though? It took us out of those fucking moments where the shit that was actually going on. People had something else to fucking rely on. People needed a hero that got dirty hairy. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we we live movies, movies, comics, books, anything, TV shows is our way out for just. A you ever watch uh, Sam Jackson had a movie come out called The Big Game or something? I think that's what it was called. Where he's like, I think president, and then their plane fucking uh, crashes, and some little kid finds him in the woods, and like they're trying to run away from the guys that try to kill him. No. <laughs> see, I watched it. It, it sounds familiar, I but I never saw it. Well, see, like only reason why I really watched it because it's like a kid movie, so I probably wouldn't have really watched it. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, I was out for one of my surgeries. I think whenever I had my ankle surgery, and it was on, and I was just tired of watching the same bullshit because I was at my mom's house for like a month. Just fucking laid up on a couch watching fucking TV. And then uh, that shit came on, so I watched it. It wasn't actually bad. Yeah. It was, a, it was an interesting movie. It was, it was really interesting. Thing. I'm going to do something here. Because uh, I don't know if I should do this or not. I'm going to pee. Make me nervous. What? I'm gonna take a piss. I can take you off the screen. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Not even there. Oh, is he done already? No. He's done that quick. I don't know. Let's watch this again. Fuck it. <laughs> what does Marcellus Wallace look like? What? What country you from? What? What? What ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and what? What? English, motherfucker, do you speak? <laughs> I needed that. We'll probably get fucked because it's like a three minute clip. Who's still out there watching? Is Richard still out there? We're trying to figure out what to do for next week. We were leading a little bit towards Eddie Murphy, but I don't know. I don't either. Oh, he... <laughs> <Big> surprise! <laughs> I thought I saw the phone move, so I was like, "Oh, he must be done." <laughs> oh, there he is. There he is. Okay. Now he's back. Yeah, kind of. Hold on. Hold on a second. Are you asleep? Okay. I'm hearing shit. I could have swore I heard my kid talking, and he is in there snoring. So, that's weird. Kinda, it seems like every up. 10 or so years, like Hollywood does some kind of bullshit. It happened in the 80s. I remember these parents groups were going before Congress and saying all this shit. Remember that's when that yeah. D. Snyder thing happened? Oh, yeah. Um, it happened again in the 90s. But after every time when it's over, when it's said and done, it gives birth to a Quentin Tarantino or a Kevin Smith. So hopefully this woke bullshit will go away soon and we'll get good movies again. Well, the thing is, it, it just Jordan. gave birth to Jordan Peele. So, I don't know. Take that as you will. I know you're a big fan of him. Yeah. <laughs> I heard his last movie was boring as fuck. Nope. <laughs> yeah. 
I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I was told that it was okay, but kind of stupid. I heard mixed. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not a fan. One of my I, best friends, like, uh, he's my boss, and we were talking at work the one day. Has he ever seen that movie with? He's like, I watched a weird movie the other day where people were just getting sucked off the ground by some kind of alien bullshit. He's <laughs> like, it was the worst movie I've ever seen, and I was like, oh, I know what you're talking about. And I looked at the trailer, and he's like, yep. He's like, God, he's like, I want to stab my eyeballs out just watching the trailer. Damn. He said, yep, and you said nope. Right. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. That's disappointing. I, man, you know, okay, real quick, on the ass end of this here, because this is not Sam Jackson related at all, but we're talking about it. Jordan Peele, I, I, I love Key and Peele. I think the shit's fucking hilarious. I've always figured that, that he is a, a fan of horror. It's the dark, darker side of the stuff you see on, on Key and Peele, which I love. Um, Get Out was mediocre at best. Us was annoying. Um, his contribution to Candyman, I liked. Yeah. Um, I did like Candyman. I did. I, that's, you know... Nope. I've been trying to be excited about it. I want to, I want, it's like the band Ghost. I want to like Jordan Peele. I do. I do. But I also feel like, I also feel like his films are not for me. Right. Mm, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's okay. That's okay. Because, I mean, and, and, and I really hope this doesn't come across bad at all. But when it comes out of Jordan Peele's films, um, we we haven't had a a director for the black community. We haven't. His movies, just like when it comes down to to movies that we know and love and all that shit, there's something to them. There's something we can relate to or whatever the fuck, right? Um, situations that we could probably be in and, and find ourselves in some shit. That's all he's doing with his, his films. Um, I can't relate to certain things. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Jordan Peele is a bad director, bad writer, uh, bad actor. Not at all. Um, I'm just saying that his films don't reach me in a certain place. Um, and maybe they're not supposed to. And I give him utmost respect. Completely. Because when it comes down to it, even though I may not really care for his movies, um, and us, I would have liked, but I hated the fucking main woman. Get the dicks out of your throat! Um, I just, I don't, it just, it annoyed the fuck out of me. Um, I didn't like it because of that. It, you know, I went in, fucking, all right, all guns blazing. Here we go. It just fucking killed me. Um, but the things that you're supposed to relate to in his films, I don't think that I can relate to. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. And that's okay. Like, I, yeah. That's that. I, it's, I, I, I feel like with other movies, like especially Marvel anymore, I feel like as a straight white man, you hate me. I feel like you hate me. Right. So I'm going to quit watching your shit. I don't feel like Jordan Peele hates me. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Jordan Peele doesn't. It, no, no. It, it's not that at all. I've never felt that way at all when it comes out mm-hmm. to his films. 
Because um, he gets feel like it. some things go over my head because. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to go over head. Head Like you said, I can't relate. By like, no fault of my own, I just can't relate. Right, yeah. Just like we have movies like our summer camp films and, and our, our, our uh, films of, 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 I don't know. Summer camp films just come to fucking mind, like our sorority films and all that shit, and these college killer films and and just things of that nature. Um, you know, the stuff that Jordan Peele comes out with is for a certain placement. It's an understanding from a certain viewpoint, mm-hmm. and you know that's okay. That's okay that 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 I don't I don't hate him. I respect him as a filmmaker. I respect him as a writer. I respect him as a comedian. I respect him as an actor. Um, I just, I sometimes, you know, because I get so much shit on this. That's why I'm, I'm going into this right now to keep brought it up. It's not that I hate the guy. It's the fact of, not for me. I love what he's doing. I love what he's saying. Uh, like I said, us would have been good, but ah, I don't, I don't, I don't need. Like if I want to hear that, I'm jerking off watching porn. You know what I'm saying? Ah, like no, like I'm not, I'm not, you know. See, I, I think I've only ever seen bits and pieces of that one. And what the the porno or the the us? <laughs> Either one. Eh, you know, because. that's the one where like. Uh, <laughs> Like it was like a family <laughs> in the house, and they pretty much got mm-hmm. got overtaken by like twins, but they were weird. Yeah. Everybody had yeah, a yeah. doppelganger. It did, yeah, I just didn't, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all lived, uh, they all lived underground, I think. Something like that, yeah. Uh, and, and and get out when it came to get out, it was. See, I like uh, that. <sighs> it was fucked up. The time period it came out made sense, but it was. White man's the devil. That's that's what came across. That's uh, and it was it was just like uh, okay, but I, I liked I liked I liked the story plot of what it was doing. Okay, Did you just say white devil. Did you refer to me as white devil? White devil. It's like hey, Ocha. <laughs> like. You know, but no, no, no hate whatsoever. I I look forward when I hear that Jordan Peele's coming out with a new movie. I look forward to. It. Um, no, nope. I do too. Like I'm still probably going to watch this Nope movie, and then maybe when I'm done, I'll be like, Nope. I'll or tell I'll you what like, though, right. the small amount of the movies that Jordan Peele's been a part of, I've liked better than what In Night Shyamalan's come out with. Oh, oh I agree, yeah. way better. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I Jordan Peele knows horror movies. And I feel like what he's doing, and honestly, when it came down to Candyman, it made perfect sense for him to do it. Made perfect sense for him to do it. And he did a great job. Yeah, I think it was great. I don't know how we got on this Jordan Peele thing, but we did. I don't either. You know, you know, we did. Whatever. Whatever. I don't either. Well, much, much love, whatever. You know. Back to Sam Jackson. Great guy. Motherfucker! I'm sure we have not seen the last of him anywhere. You'll never guess what movie he's working on now. Oh, God, boy. So the internet says. 
No, not that one. Oh. This one for sure he's doing. Garfield. What? What? <laughs> Garfield. Twenty twenty four. The captain. <coughs> what? <laughs> is he the voice of Garfield? Or is he um, playing I fucking Dave or whatever his name was? I, I would love it if if him and Bill Murray were were in the same Garfield movie together. That would be great. Bill Murray did Garfield and then Sam Jackson did Heathcliff. Oh, why is it that happening? Hire us. Dude, I got my I got my son at Heathcliff lately, and there's like a show that came out a couple years ago or whatever. And it's really fucking morbid, honestly. But yeah, it, it's it's it it's fucking cool. Like I would love to see that shit. Heathcliff was my fucking shit. Heathcliff. He's Heathcliff, also working yeah. on a live action Afro Samurai movie. Ooh. Um, and supposedly Never the last stops. Dragon remake, which has been talked about for years, so who the fuck knows? Um, but we will see him in um, the new Marvel show, Secret Invasion, <coughs> soon, actually. I think it comes out later this year or early next year. See, my, my love for The Last Dragon is why I hate it to see it remade. But if anybody was going to play show enough, like that, he would be my pick. Like I would say, if you're going to have someone play show enough, be like either Sam Jackson... Tech Nine, uh, or maybe Michael J. White. Sorry, I'm I'm picturing Sam in the outfit and doing the dialogue as Shonuff, and I want to see it now. I mean, I think he could pull it off as long as they go by like, unless they don't like do the New Age bullshit, which is probably That's what's, what's going to happen. happen. It's going to turn <laughs> into like fucking uh, what's that shit? The fucking goofy dance movies. You got sir. Sam, here's fifty million dollars. I'll do it, motherfucker. Because the last drag <laughs> is one of those movies that if it's not already, it needs to go in a time capsule. Some of the movies you just gotta let be. The last dragon's up there, probably one of my favorite movies of all time. So the man's not finished. He's no nah, fuck no, nah, dude. Sam Jackson's gonna be fucking in. Acting and doing his shit for fucking years. Hey, he's, he, he's he's a lifer, dude. He's gay. He's he's a lifer, and he does it to have fun. He said he doesn't care about awards, even though he's fucking won a million of them. But he doesn't care. He just goes in and has fun. He said he picks a lot of his roles just based off of movies he would go see. Yeah. Yep. He's like Which so makes chill sense. and laid back, and he's one of those guys that's so huge, rich, and famous. But you're like. I feel like I could like have a conversation to hang out. Yeah, with I, I feel like he's a humble dude. Ha- have some shots with old, old Sam Jackson. Yeah, chill out. Yeah, man. Drink some vodka tonics with some Sammy. I don't know if I do that, but yeah. Hmm? Actually, you know what? Yeah, if, if Sam Jackson was like, "Hey, you're a vodka," I'd drink with him. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, he for... could be drinking rubbing alcohol. I'd be like, "All right, let's yeah. try this." We're gonna drop acid and drink rubbing alcohol. Okay, sign me up. Let me take anything. Would do anything for you, Jules or Dale. What the fuck your name is at this point? It's the BMF. Bad motherfucker. Well, does anybody have anything going on before we close up the store? Shit balls. Um. 
Tales from the Podcast slash 2G1C. We have, uh, it's over there, it's not in my reach, but you have a copy of it. Tales from the Podcast slash 2G1C. We put out a comic book called Tales of Shock and Terror. There it is right there, boys and girls. Check this shit out. Go to TalesFromThePodcast.com. You can order it on there. It's a great read. You're going to love it. I swear, it's good. You're going to die. It's amazing. Um, also, let's see. Mountains of Metal in, uh, shit, what part of Kentucky? I don't remember. But you can go to the Bastard Sons, <laughs> the Bastard Sons of a Judascope page. Uh, and uh, it's all the information's on there on Facebook. Uh, that's it. All right. That was beautiful. All right, kids. Well, join us again next week. I don't know if we'll be at the same bat time, but we'll be on the same bat channel. So make sure you follow us on Facebook and please don't forget to like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Very tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your grandmama, tell your grandfather, tell your daddy. I don't give a shit. Spread the word, motherfucker. Spread the word. Spread the love. Give us love. We need it. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. Tell everybody. We are, we are your video store clerks. Thank you again for joining us. Good night. Amazing. <laughs> it's not a legacy I want to leave behind, but I am Chuck Nash. Welcome to the store. This is Video Store Clerks. All movies. All the time. Welcome to the store.